Hello and welcome to another episode of Nikki Squared. I'm Nikki Ray here with my co-host Nicole. How are you, Nicole? I'm good. How about you? Good. Well, you sound a little down today. Are you okay? No, I'm. my mind's distracted today, so I'm oh. sorry. I know you said it's your mother's birthday, so happy birthday to your mother. Thank you. <laughs> um, so we wanted to start this episode out since this, since March is Women's History Month, we just wanted to start this episode out with talking t- about um, some women that we admire. Um, and I think I, I'm going to take, I'm going to talk a little bit about some women that I have been seeing recently in the news. I don't want to bring the episode down too much, but some women that I have seen recently in the news um, that I have grown to admire a lot. And that, that is the women and mothers, uh, battling in Ukraine. Um, obviously the soldiers, there are battling and fighting in the war or whatever, but I just cannot imagine what these women have to go through to try to get their children to safety and all of this madness that's going on. And I just feel like, First of all, women and mothers to begin with are strong and take on the world every single day, but having to, to, uh, get your children to safety or try to get your children to safety some way or another in a world that's completely uncertain around them. I just cannot imagine the bravery and the strength that that takes. And I have to take my hats off to them, um, because of what they're going through. And so, that's kind of who I wanted to talk a little bit about today and send my heart and prayers to the Ukrainian people because they are going through an immense amount of danger. And it's just, it's, it's incredibly, um, it's incredibly harrowing to watch their strength uh, that they're going through right now, not to bring the episode down to, but too much, but I did just want to send my uh, thoughts and prayers out to them. Uh, and then today, uh, we are going to start our, uh, Nicole and I decided that we wanted to name March as Reader Appreciation Reader Appreciation Month. And so for the next few episodes, we're going to have some readers on. We have a little bit of a different perspective from the opposite side of the coin uh, to see how they just see the mind of a reader sometimes. And so I know we've talked a little bit about in the past about how for the most part, I feel like most authors intertwine with readers because most authors are readers themselves. And so they kind of go back and forth a little bit, you know, from from being a writer and to a reader. And so I just kind of wanted to get the aspect, too, of a reader. So today we have Jackie on. How are you, Jackie? Good. How are you guys? Good. And thank you so much for taking some time out of your day to talk to us um, you are a blogger, right? What's the name of your blog? Um, it's Books and Magic. Okay. And uh, yeah, I have a um, blog and I have an Instagram account. Okay. Um, and do you, uh, do you read just a certain genre of book or do you read all kinds of genres? Um, I mean, mostly I read fantasy and science fiction, but I definitely read a little bit of everything. I have my whole life. I mean, I've read everything from nonfiction and self-help to, you know, fantasy and science fiction, as well as like mysteries and thrillers. And I mean, I kind of go all over the place and classics. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
So you mentioned you your whole life you've always been a reader. Definitely from the womb. My uh, my family have always like my both my parents are readers. My grandparents are readers. I come from a whole family of people who really put value on that. You know, as far as a value or place to place your time. Yeah. So it's always been something that's really been a value in my family. So I've I've just always been a reader. That's awesome. Reading isn't always for everyone. And sometimes like, especially like me, like uh, I'm really the only reader in my whole family. So it's like, it's so hard sometimes when you're a reader and then like, you know, you finish this amazing book. I have friends who I can talk to, but it's a little bit different than having like actual people around you. It's like, oh, you finish this awesome book and you just want to talk about it. And nobody in your vicinity really, like you can talk about it with them, but they don't appreciate it like you do. And so yeah. when you come when you come from a family of readers, um, you know, who can appreciate the story like you do, that's just awesome. And so it's like when you find someone who is a reader, it's like, oh, my gosh, you're my instant best friend. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> definitely. Yeah. And my mom, my mom t- likes to tell this story that when I was a kid that I was, I don't know, probably two or three years old. And she was asking me to like tidy my room and my bed was just covered in books. So she said I had 27 books on my bed. And she told me that if I came, if she came back into the room and she didn't see that I had tidied up the books, that I would get a swat on my butt for every book that was left on my bed. And so then when she counted them and found that I had 27, when she came back, she was like, oh yeah, I can't, I can't give you 27 swats. And so I was like, but that's what I did. I just, my books were, my books were always all over my bed. I just have always been surrounded by books. I can't help it. Yeah. So I've actually that that's hilarious. Um, so <laughs> so did you have more books on there b- before she left, or you just didn't take them? No, all I, off I don't or? think I cleaned up any of them. Yeah, oh. <laughs> I think I didn't do any of it. So then when she finally came back and had to do the tally, she was like, "Yeah, this isn't this is a cruel punishment. I can't do it. I, I threatened, and now I can't follow through." <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I've actually never told this story, but. Um, I have been a reader for most of my life, but when I was younger, like in early elementary school, uh, well, I mean, not early elementary school, whatever, I, I don't know when you learn to read, maybe second or third grade, first grade, whenever it is, um, right around that time, like I was, I hated reading. I actually hated it so much. And I had to be in like, um, uh, those special classes where they help you read. Um, oh yeah. You know what I mean? Um, I don't know what it was like I I didn't take to reading at all at first and then I don't know like when I got into my teenage not teenage maybe like 12 ish when I got into like tween years or whatever it is whatever it's called like at that point I was like I love I started to love to read and like I would steal my my grandmother my grandmother was a reader as well um, but I would steal her books and read them and they were books that I absolutely should not have been reading at that time <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah um, I, I haven't always been a reader but yeah I, I, I did grow into it um, I've always been a romance reader though I, I do like thrillers uh, and mysteries. Uh, my favorite author is Iris Johansson. I don't know if you know who she is. I am uh, familiar a little bit, yeah. 
Yes. Uh, she's one of my favorite authors. And I just, I absolutely love those types of stories, but I've always been a romance reader as well. Um, so do you read, uh, do you solely read on your Kindle or do you read, do you read, do you listen to audio books or do you, are you a paperback reader? Oh, I definitely do a blend of all. Um, I, I'm a, I have a little bit of me that's a purist and wants to always have like, you know, the book that I can put on my trophy shelf when I'm done reading it, you know? Yeah, I'm not sure. <laughs> and so I love to do that. But um, yeah, I love to have my Kindle because then I can read in bed while my husband's sleeping and I can carry it around in my purse and have a library with me at all times. Um, but I also, I use the Libby app um, through my library and I check out audiobooks all the time. Um, so I, I constantly have a, an audiobook or two even going and uh, I listen to that while I'm running around, you know, helping my kids and mm-hmm. taking care of the house and doing the chores and everything. So I, I always have an audiobook going and then I can check out books through the Libby, the Libby app that go to my Kindle as well. So I use that for my library books too. So I'm usually reading two or three books at a time. Oh, you, you're one of those kind of people who can read more than one book at a time. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> That's awesome. I, I, uh, my hat's off to you because I actually, I cannot do that. <laughs> I yeah. have to focus my sole attention on one, whatever book I'm reading or listening to at that time. And, uh, do you ever find yourself getting, uh, like mixed up on the characters? No, I think the trick is that you have to listen to books that are very different from each other. Like if you were trying to read two, you know, both young adult fantasy novels and one of them was an audiobook and one of them is on your Kindle and you're reading them at the same time and they're kind of similar worlds, then yeah, later on when you're trying to remember back, you're going to kind of crisscross the details. But I will read things that are, you know, co- take place in completely different types of worlds or are completely different genres. Like I'll be listening to a fantasy novel and reading a romance at the same time. And so like they're totally different. Yeah. So it just like the, the worlds don't cross. And as long as you're not ma- if as long as you're not reading books that are too similar, it's pretty easy to separate the details. It makes sense. I hadn't thought of it that way, I guess. Mm-hmm. I just feel like I'm going to get confused. So I don't know, maybe I'll try your your trick uh of having different completely different worlds. That makes a ton of sense to me and I hadn't thought about that. Yeah. Yeah. If you just separate the genres, I think I, when I started doing it, it was more like I wanted to read one for fun and one for growth. And so I would always be reading kind of like one that's like a fantasy book or a science fiction or a romance. And then one that's like kind of like a self-help or a, you know, kind of a referency type book. And uh, so I would read something, you know, like Start With Why by Simon, Simon Sinek, where it's more about like growing your brain and stuff like that, where you don't have to remember any details of fantasy worlds, you know, so there's right, no right. possible way you could cross the two. So if you start there, I think it's 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 kind of simple to to read multiples at once. I just can't focus. I think I'm such a mood reader. I have to have multiple books going because it depends on what I'm in the mood for that moment. Otherwise, I'd never finish a book. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess that makes sense, too. Um yeah, because I, I know like I pick up a book and I'll be like, oh, there's lots of chatter about this book. I'm going to give it a try and then I'll pick it up. And the book could be fantastic. If it's not something I'm really in the mood to read in that moment, I, I'm i the same way. So, yeah, yeah you got to put it down. Yeah, I totally get that. Yeah. So That's- do do you um, with your blog and I your Instagram fit, uh, page has quite the following on it that's very impressive um how long have you been how long have you had your Instagram page where you do the reviews and the 
um, just all of the, the activities that you do on your Instagram page. Cause you have a lot on there. <laughs> yeah. Um, I started it last July. So it's been about eight months, I think. Okay. Um, but I just, basically what happened was I, I love to read and I became a mom and it kind of slowed down the amount that I could read, you know, cause when you have little kids in your arms all the time, it's hard to also have a book in your hands. Sure. So it kind of fell by the wayside. It was a hobby that I did a lot less. And then now that um, one of them's in kindergarten and the other one is starting up next year in kindergarten, they're only a year behind each other. So mm-hmm. I was like, I need to kind of step out and kind of refine my identity as who I am and, and reclaim some of that personality that I was missing while I was focusing so hard on being a mom to little teeny kids. Right, right. And I was following a lot of people that have the bookstagram accounts that are just all about book reviews and, you know, book jokes, kind of inside jokes, if you're a reader and things like that. And I was very amused by them. I wanted to kind of be a part of the conversation. And so I was just kind of following a lot of them. And then one day I just decided that I was like, I want to be more a part of this, you know, and it's way outside my comfort zone. It was never something I thought that I would want to do. But I thought it was worth just kind of trying it out because, I mean, worst case scenario, I just delete the account, right? You know? <laughs> right. <laughs> and then I just kind of started making the reels and I started kind of jumping on the trends that everyone was jumping on. And I just found so many great people that share my same interests and that, you know, f- see the world the same way that I do. And so then we just kind of chat with each other. And I'm like, I'm constantly, you know, yeah. DMing with somebody about the book that I'm reading or the book that they're reading. And it's just really fun to always have those people that you can bounce things off of and, it really helps me kind of flex those creative muscles to kind of to be able to write a bit because I love to write. And so I write my book reviews and create those reels. And it's just kind of a fun thing that I do that lets me live in the worlds of my books for a bit longer. Yeah, um, your videos are very fun. I was watching a few of them earlier. Um, now I didn't see, are you on TikTok as well? Or you just do the Instagram reels? I just do Instagram. I, I kind of have a negative opinion of TikTok. Okay. Yeah, hey. <laughs> I just do Instagram. I, I did put myself on Facebook a little while ago, but I'm not as active on there. But but yeah, yeah. I just do Instagram and then I have my book blog. So how do you pick books to that you're going to read and review? Um, I mean, most of the time, it's just ones that there are tons of chatter about because I Uh love to be a part of the conversation. So a lot of the ones that everyone won't stop talking about, I feel like I have to read them because I want to know. I want to be able to be a part of the joke that they're telling, you know. Right. So I like to do that. I I do get sucked into that, you know, reading what's popular. But a lot of times I just read whatever – is calling to me, you know, it's, it's hard to balance that too, because I don't always want to be the book reviewer and the book, you know, giving book recommendations that are all just the same recommendations that everyone else is giving. So, cause that's definitely an issue on, you know, any of the book spheres online is that everyone's always recommending the same five books. Right. So it's definitely important to diversify a bit. So I kind of try to balance between reading the things that everyone's reading so I can know that. And so that once people reach out to me and ask me a question about, like, I have people uh, ask me 
what is the, you know, the age rating for this popular book? Cause I don't know anything about it. And I'm assuming that you've read it because you're a bookstagrammer. And I'm like, Oh yeah, I have read it here. I can give you some more details about it, you know? Mm-hmm. So it is, it's good to know what's popular and to be familiar with the popular things, but to also kind of diversify a bit. <laughs> right. Sure. So, so you just, the books that you review, those are just what you choose on your own timeline to read. It's not something that you are part of some kind of um, group who gets, you know, um, arc books of readers that you, you know, you have to post a review at a certain time. Nope. I, I just get whatever ones I want. I do get some arcs and I do beta reading and stuff for people as well. So I, but I, I usually get arcs either from a lot of indie authors that I support on Bookstagram. And so they'll send me their book to read and kind of help them promote it. And that's one of my, one of my things that I really love as being part of that community is that like the small time indie authors that are kind of just starting out, like if we are giving them more airtime and, and sharing the things that we love about their books, then other people can see it and know that it exists because they don't have the marketing benefits of traditional publishing. Right. So it's, um, it's just kind of something that we all kind of do for each other on, in the community so that it's like, hey, this book is great. Everyone, you know, more people should see it. So we, we help each other to sh- let people see it. Gotcha. I will tell you this as an indie author myself, you don't understand how appreciated that is, um, that you're willing to do that and give authors a chance because there are, there's a ton of authors. I mean, and so there's a ton of books out there, you know, and obviously, like you said, traditionally published authors obviously have the marketing budget and, you know, they have a lot of help and the authors are doing it all of the, all on their own. And so, readers number one and bloggers and reviewers um cannot be appreciated enough your work your dedication to helping indie authors is invaluable like it's just it's incredible that there are people out there who are just willing to do those types of things for you know first-time authors or you know new authors and so i very much appreciate that on behalf of all indie authors and really any author I mean because even traditionally published authors like yeah not not all of them are Sarah J Moss (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah I think that it's just it's something that I didn't expect you know going into obviously because when I created my account I was just looking at a way to inspire myself and grow and you know be a part of a community and then when I found this there's so many other things that I've kind of tacked on to it. It's just like, I love to support indie authors. I love to support new authors or, you know, small time authors and just getting them out there. And it's something that I love to, you know, reach out and I'll find their books if they're on Kindle Unlimited and read them so that I can write a review for them on Goodreads and on Amazon and do all those things because it's important to me to to do that. I I just think it's a really cool part of the community that I wasn't expecting to find, I guess, that sense of purpose. Yeah. So do you do you judge a book by its cover that oh. I always want to ask that to to readers Absolutely I think anyone who says they don't is a liar <laughs> <laughs> I think oh. that you, you definitely judge a book by a cover no matter no matter it's just a bias it's a cognitive bias that you have you just do it <laughs> yeah, I mean, I do think the book for me, I do think the book cover um, is part of the package deal. I will say that I don't 
always put as much stock into the cover as far as much as maybe like the blurb or, you know, taking into consideration if I've read this author before, but I do take into consideration the, um, the cover as well. Maybe not as much as everything else, but I do look at it. I also, for the most part, I'm kind of a picky reader. Like I will read books that I you know, seek out myself, um, just from things that I've seen online, or, you know, if I know that author, but for the most part, I always look at the one, the very first thing I go to when I go to look for a book is I go to the one star reviews, because I want to see what people are complaining about. (laughs) Me too. I do the same thing. I love reading one star reviews. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Just because, and this is what I, you know, I see a lot of people, a lot of authors who you know complain about maybe a lower star review I don't want to say I see a lot of authors do that but I see some some you know complain about lower star reviews I'm like you know what I'd love low star reviews because that's going to tell me one you know what one person thinks is a one star book and is like oh this is terrible for this reason and that reason I'm like I love that I think I want to read that book because of this (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, because what it's like, you know, one man's trash is another man's treasure. I think Absolutely. there's a lot of people who hate, you know, that like, oh, I would never read anything that's a love triangle and other people love it. So it's right. like. You just, I love reading the one-star reviews and especially because some of them are hilarious and absolutely just over dramatic, and it's just really fun to read. I especially love reading one-star reviews after I've read a book that I really loved. And then I'll go on and read the one star reviews for that book because yeah. there's like, there's always going to be somebody who hates it. And I love reading the reasons why they hate it. I just yeah. think it's really fun. It's very entertaining to me. <laughs> no, I agree. I do the exact same thing. So that's, that's funny. <laughs> and, you know, that's what I tell a lot of people who ever come to me and they're asking me, you know, one of the, one of the, one of the pieces of advice that I give them is like, you know, don't take too much stock in those reviews because for one reviews are for readers, not for authors, but also, you know, um, just like we've said, reading is so subjective that just like you said, one person hates it. The next person loves it for the exact same reason. Oh, okay. So hmm, let's see. Upcoming. I think my the ones that I'm most excited about is um, one of the bookstagrammers and indie authors that I follow, um, Molly Tillis. She's coming out with a like a Greek God series this year. I think the first one comes out in the next couple months, and I'm really excited for that. That one's probably one of my very most anticipated because I'm I'm a sucker for Greek mythology, and she's oh, doing some too. retellings. Uh, they're just like some underrated gods and goddesses, you know, not ones that normally it's not like the Hades and Persephone kind of they they yeah. get a lot of retellings. She's doing some of the the ones that don't get as much love. And I'm really excited for that. Oh, that does sound awesome. Who did you say the author is? Um, Molly Tullis. Okay. She on, on Instagram. She's the bibliophile blonde. I like I just I followed her for a while. Oh, and uh, I love it. I'm sure that uh, as soon as it comes out, you can check my Instagram and I'll be live reacting to all of them. <laughs> but, oh, awesome. But yeah, I, I do love that. Um, but I think as far as like traditional publishing, the one that I'm most excited for this year, I really want to read is uh, Wild is the Witch by Rachel Griffin. OK. Did you ever read uh, or hear of Nature of Witches? I have not. That was her book that she came out with last year, and it was gorgeous. I absolutely adored it. It was like a young adult fantasy, and it was beautiful. And I'm really excited for her next book. And what kind of I think those are probably the ones I'm most... 
Um, both of them are fantasy. I think Wild is the Witch is just another young adult fantasy, I'm pretty sure. Okay. Okay. And her name was Rachel. I'm sorry. Rachel what? Rachel Griffin. Rachel Griffin. Okay. Yeah, that sounds interesting. I haven't read a lot of fantasy. Um, I have read some, but it's not my primary genre. So I'm not as familiar with those authors. Yeah. Um, I do read a lot of romance. Most of my romance books are uh, paranormal. I definitely like to read more of like the fantasy romance, the romanticy, if you will. Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, I love I, I love that stuff. But I definitely like it to have that kind of fantasy element to it. So you mentioned uh, that you you read on Kindle Unlimited. So are you exclusively? Do your books exclusively come from Amazon? Oh, actually, the opposite. I generally don't buy physical books from Amazon because I like to support local bookstores, and I like to buy from. Because um, in the U.S., you can buy from Bookshop.com. I don't think it's available anywhere else, but bookshop.com I buy from or bookshop.org actually um I buy from them instead because they're usually pretty competitive with Amazon Amazon sometimes is a little bit cheaper but it's worth it to pay the little bit more for bookshop and usually have to wait a little bit longer because it's not prime shipping but yeah I usually try to buy my physical books either from my local bookstore because she'll just order it for me if I want it um because I have a little used bookstore here in town And so I'll get it from her or I get it from bookshop.org because they actually donate a portion of their proceeds to local bookstores. Oh, awesome. Yeah. So I I try really hard to do that because as much as I appreciate Amazon for a lot of the things they do, I try really hard not to let them run bookstores out of the out of business. Yeah, that's a great idea. You said that was bookshop.org. Bookshop.org. Yeah, that's the one that I use. And I I buy a lot of used books online. I, I definitely buy a lot of used books in general. Mm-hmm. But when I'm buying them new, I buy them on bookshop.org because they're usually relatively the same price as Amazon. So Okay. And you said that um, that's only in the U.S.? I think so. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's only a U.S. thing. But I know that there's one that's comparable um, in other parts of the world. Like I know there's one in the U.K. that's similar to bookshop.org. I'm not sure exactly what it's called, but okay. there are similar ones. Yeah, I have. Where you can get. It's interesting. Yeah, just just because sometimes buying books from Amazon just it just makes me feel icky. So the the Kindle <laughs> Kindle Unlimited is all right because I can get my library books on my Kindle and I can get Kindle Unlimited books, which also really helps me to support indie authors because a lot of times their books will be available on Kindle Unlimited, so yeah. I can then read their book and then if I like it, you know, support it and and boost it up and all that things, and then I can if I like it after I read it on Kindle Unlimited, I'll often buy the physical copy from wherever it's available from. So. Okay, that's awesome. I'll have to remember that. Uh, we'll note that actually um, on your, when we publish the episode, we'll actually note that so everyone else can take a look at it too, because that's a great idea. Um, so what is the earliest book that you remember reading? Um, like on my own? Yeah. Like, okay. Hmm. <laughs> Let's see. I think probably my the earliest books I ever read were Junie B. Jones by Barbara oh, Park. Yes, I love Junie B. Yeah, so I, I think that those are probably the first ones I ever kind of read on my own. Like before that, my mom was always reading to me. Mm-hmm. But I, I always read Junie B. Jones, and now I'm reading them to my daughter. Yeah, I, uh, I love Junie B. So I actually 
was in a program at my son's school when he was younger. Um, it was called Read Up, and so it was helping. We ha- we have this program in Indiana where kids have to to pass the reading test before they can go on to the fourth grade. Well, mm-hmm. some students who are behind, they had to go through this program called Read Up, and it would help them with you know comprehension skills and things like that. And Junie B. Jones was some of the books that we were able to to go through and I just absolutely love Junie B. <laughs> yeah. It's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. I think one of my other favorites from when I was young was um the Phantom Toll Booth. Have you ever read that one? I haven't actually. It's it's really beautiful. I actually just reread it for a, a book club because it's I, I would say the main character is probably like eleven or twelve, and that's probably the age group that it's for. But yeah, it's it kind of is all about a boy named Milo who kind of forgets how to imagine, and so he's he's enters this imaginary world where it's separated into letters and numbers, and he has to go save the princesses of rhyme and reason in order to bring wisdom back to the kingdom, and it's everything is taken so literally like there's an there's a place where he has to eat letters and the letters like he has to taste them to see that they have different flavors and then that's how like it tastes when you say the words and he has to build the letters build the words together with the letters and there's a place where an orchestra plays the colors into the sunset and things like that like everything's so backwards so you have to see things from a different perspective so it kind of teaches him how to reimagine the world and it's beautiful that does sound awesome I love that it's such a good book for kids yeah that's awesome that was one of my very favorites I remember when I was in elementary school that one's one of the ones that I think I classify as one of my very favorite books that I would recommend to everyone Yeah, that sounds awesome. So is there any book that are are you reading something right now that you want to preview and like that you're getting ready to review on your blog or anything? Hmm, I think I mean, well, right now I'm reading the current um, Sarah J. Moss series, the Crescent City series. Yeah. Yeah. So right now I'm reading that just because uh, it's the most popular and I don't want to get spoiled. And so if I don't read it right now, then I'll eventually see a spoiler (laughs) that I don't want to see. Right. So I'm like, well, I'll just read it. And so I I got that one. I'm reading that one. So probably the next things I review will be those because I just finished the first one and I'm on the second one now. So. Okay. Uh, I actually haven't, I see so much about her books. Um, I actually have not read them, but it is piquing my interest just because I see so much um, chatter online about her books. Yeah. Well, I mean, her very first series is Throne of Glass and that one, I think it's like, I think it's eight books and it's, um, it's pretty heavy fantasy. I think that if you're not normal, normally a fantasy reader, it might be a little bit hard for you to get through, but yeah. Um, her other series that she made before she did this Crescent City series, this one, the other one is um, A Court of Thorns and Roses. And that one's the one that most people are always creating content about. And it's got haters. It's like, it's like today's Twilight, I'd say, only not, it's not a young adult novel, but it's like the one where like everyone loves it and everyone goes gaga over it. And it is great. It's really good. It's very good. It's a, a romanticy kind of, it's got that fantasy element with the fairies, but it's also just a romance novel and it's got the spicy scenes and it's really good, but there are lots of haters. There's lots of people who 
will come back on it and and say that it's trash or whatever and it's like you know just let people like what they like (laughs) yeah I well that was what I was gonna mention like I see so much chatter online but it's so mixed (laughs) yeah it is it is like for every five you know videos or posts that I see good about it there's always a couple it's like completely opposite and I'm like that's kind of what makes me want to read it a little bit (laughs) yeah it is and that's the thing is that you kind of have to you want to be a part of the conversation you want to know who you agree with when there are such strong opinions about those kind of things and so when things are so popular like Sarah J Moss books is you kind of have to you want to be able to weigh in, you know, you want to be able to see those things and say, oh, yeah, I totally agree. Or like, oh, this person's crazy. But I think that there's in in the kind of like my my philosophy is always, you know, to try and enjoy whatever things I'm enjoying and not try to define myself by the things that I hate. But I think that a lot of a lot of people like to be that they like to play devil's advocate and just be the person that hates the thing that's popular because it's popular and they want to be cool, you know? Sure. And here's the thing with that, too. It's like, whether you like it or you hate it, this author has created, has created this world of this story. Exactly. Well, and and that this story has created so much, um, so many feelings and so many different types of people. And not a lot of people can do that. There's not a lot of authors who can do that. And so, you know what I mean? And so when you see someone, when you see a story and it's like, so many people are like, Oh, I love it. Oh, I hate it. You know that there's something in this story that it must be emotionally charged. And there's a lot of good writing in it. Even if people are saying that she's a bad writer, because if she was such a bad writer, you wouldn't have that strong of an opinion. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. And so, like I said, there's not a whole lot of people who can create such a big fuss over books like that. And so when yeah. that is, it's like, hmm, maybe I do think I want to read this book <laughs> or this story. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, unfortunately, yeah. I did just get a text from Nicole. She lost power. So she's just not not talking. She just isn't here anymore. So oh, no. uh, unfortunately, yeah. Um. So is there anything that you want our listeners to know about your Instagram? Like when they come and they see your Instagram or your blog, whatever it may be, um, is there anything you want them to know about it? Um, I think my goals always are to make it a place that is open-minded and welcoming to everyone. Um, and positive, like you'll never see me if there's a book that I hate, if I hated Sarah J Moss, I just wouldn't post about it. You know, like I'm, I definitely try to keep everything very positive and more like a fun place to be. I don't, I don't like negativity because the internet is already full of way too much of it. So I like it to be a fun place. And, uh, I think that my motto is that life's too short to read books that don't feed your soul. And so I like to help people find the books that, make them happy. And I love to talk to people about books. I love it when people just DM me about a book they just read and just want to talk, chat to me about it. And sometimes I will read that book so that I can, you know, fangirl over it with them because I want to have, I want other people to have that because I know how it feels to be able to have that, you know? Oh yeah, absolutely. There is, there is nothing better than getting lost in a story and traveling to this different world with the exception of being able to talk to somebody else who went to the same place. 
Exactly. Because you can to share that experience. And I think that that's ultimately my goal is just to find people who, you know, see the world from the same direction that I do and want to experience it alongside me. And I think that that we can share those kind of experiences. It's beautiful. And it's so much fun. I really enjoy it. Yes, I I agree with you on that 100%. And I think probably a lot of our listeners who are readers or authors or, you know, like I said, they intermix most of the time. Mm -hmm. They will also agree with you 100%. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I just always it's it's not that you don't like reading. It's just that you haven't found the right book. And I pride myself on being able to help people find the right book. That's a good way of looking at it. That's that's 100% true. Yeah. Well, Jackie, this has been a great conversation. I appreciate you taking some time out of your day, like I said, and hanging out with, well, I would say Nicole and I, but I guess it's just been me. Um, Yeah, yeah, we appreciate you coming on. You're welcome to come back anytime. Yeah, well, thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Yeah, Uh, and for all of you listeners out there, just go visit Jackie's page. Uh, I'm so sorry. It's Books and Magic, correct? Yeah, books underscore and underscore magic with a K at uh, on Instagram. And then it's uh, booksandmagic.com. Okay, awesome. Mm-hmm. So everyone go visit her Instagram and see. She has a lot of great content on there, a lot of great videos. She has a lot of great books that she talks about on there. Um, and so I'm sure there's something that you'll find on there that you like. She has a ton of stuff on her, on her page. Um, and it, it's very fun. I was looking at it earlier today. I've looked at it before, but I was looking at it before we came on here today. And it's very fun. So thank you for that. <laughs> thank you so much. Yeah. All right. Well, this has been a great conversation. Um, and I hope you have a good rest of your afternoon. You too. Thank you. Have a good day. You too. Bye-bye. Bye.